someone comes along and they punch you in the face, right? That's gonna fucking hurt. And that is a real physical pain. If someone says something bad about you and it really hurts your feelings, you are choosing that. Welcome to you absolute goddesses and the few gods that join us too. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming back to listen to us. I <laughs> have some news. Basically the funnier, more eloquent and witty puzzle piece of this two women jigsaw is not here today. So you are left with me. That is right. The lid to my pot. The merry to my Juana, the butter to my muffin, <laughs> isn't able to join us. So that's right, you're stuck with me. I apologize. Please forgive me in advance. I <laughs> will not hold it against you to leave. But if you would like to hear me talk about today's topic, which is how traveling changes your personality, scientifically proven, then please stick around and we will be providing Tazzy part two for you in two weeks time. So Janie and I tried yesterday to record but unfortunately she is, well not unfortunately, but she is currently living it up in Byron Bay um, with our dear friend Yamini who you may remember was featured as our guest on the hiking, hash, hiking and hash in the Himalayas episode. So yeah, they are having a great time, but unfortunately the internet um, signal out there is utter trash, so you're stuck with me. So if you, any of you guys listening aren't um, travellers per se, or haven't really gone on many kind of long-term trips yourself, if you've never gone backpacking or whatever it is, I hope that there is some content in this episode that I can provide you with that would persuade you to do so because I honestly don't think I've ever met anyone who has gone traveling that hasn't benefited or changed for the better in some way, shape or form. I think, I don't know, I'm gonna be preaching this to the day I die. I don't know if it's because I was a privileged little girl and was brought up in many different countries anyway, or whether it's because I just love traveling or whatever it is. I think everyone should leave their own country. Interestingly enough, for our lovely American listeners, I, I didn't realize until quite recently actually that there's quite a high proportion of Americans who don't have passports, which I totally understand because God, the US is just massive anyway and then you've got North America and you've got places like Mexico and all those amazing destinations so you kind of have it all on your doorstep essentially I mean I know it takes time to travel obviously from one side of the country to the other but yeah I feel like if you do have the chance to spread your wings after Covid 
um, please do so and please tell us your stories and hopefully we will have persuaded you to, to get out there and have your own adventures. Today's topic. This is based on a paper that was published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology. And it was a study conducted by Dr. Julia Zimmerman and the researcher Franz Neer. It was a study of two groups of German college students. Now, okay, I, I do realize that it's not exactly a hugely extensive sample of the population, but hear me out. In short, they had two groups. One went traveling, the other stayed home, and then they measured that against the what they call the big five personality traits which is openness to experience agreeableness extroversion emotional stability and conscientiousness it's not rocket science the students who went abroad scored way higher in extroversion and high engagement when it came to social interactions as opposed to those who stayed in their domestic locations they scored really high in conscientiousness and openness to experience, emotional stability and agreeableness. So how can travelling affect your personality? What does this mean? So they've actually got a few bullet points here and I'd love to go through them and just kind of give my two cents on it as well, just from my, just from my experience. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. So that is basically the premise of this podcast. So let's get into it. The first thing they talk about is you're completely removed from your comfort zone. For you guys who are returning listeners, I'm sure you guys will remember that our first episode, which was Fuck Your Comfort Zone. If you are not, or if you're new, please do go listen to that episode because I think we touch upon this in a lot more detail, but I cannot stress to you how important traveling was to me to extend my comfort zone. Although I was lucky enough to grow up in different countries, it's not like I really had the skills to travel because I was just always looked after by my family. But when you're off on your own, I often feel like the people, that, like my friends who stay at home who don't go traveling, when I really talk to them why, it comes down to one thing and that is essentially fear. Now I'm not, not saying that if you don't like traveling and you want to stay home, that's a bad thing. I totally get it. It's not for everyone. But it's just to me unfortunate that so many people don't do it just because they're afraid. Because I promise you, the thought of traveling, for those who do find it really scary, is way worse than when you're actually out there. Yeah, weird shit happens. <laughs> scary shit can happen. They are far outweighed by the most amazing experiences. But the quickest way to get out of your comfort zone is just to get the hell out of wherever you are and just get yourself, immerse yourself in a, in a completely different culture. Because it doesn't matter how much you watch, read, listen to me or stuff that's out there on the internet you're looking at everything through a lens you're not really experiencing it wholeheartedly yourself there is just so much that you can gain it's just different perspectives that 
you have to force yourself into in order to really see what these other countries have to offer. But the first thing you need to do is to know, is to basically get out of your own way. Stop worrying about the what ifs and start thinking and getting excited about the what coulds. Like what opportunities could open up for you? What are the situations you could find yourself in? Who are the people that you could meet? what are the bridges that you can form and what are the bridges that you can burn? I'm not talking about burning bridges with people, but kind of burning bridges with your old self. We're all human, we're all flawed beings, we all have things that hold us back. And I am a champion for traveling as a way of getting out of your comfort zone and burning the bridges between your old fearful self and the new confident you. So the second point is the idea of spontaneity and how it doesn't really freak you the fuck out anymore, which is so true. <sighs> Traveling just brings about these things that you, these opportunities and ways of being that would never really present themselves to you if you just stayed in your own country. Once your perspective on life has been changed, the unanticipated changes don't derail you quite like they used to. You realize that life is just life and things happen and the way in which you react is what determines your mood and your course. It's like shit happens, right? But the same shit could happen to a different person and it's literally just the way that they interpret that shit. It's the way they, it's the meaning that they attach to the situation that makes the difference. Travelers, they don't really let things like dissuade them from whatever it is they're doing. So instead they react accordingly and kind of move along. And this is because the journey is the destination. It's so cheesy and cliche, but it's so true. It's not about the destination. It's a marathon. It's what's going on on the journey. It's not about getting to somewhere. Okay, yes. Theoretically, yes, you are going to new destinations, but if you think about it hypothetically, it's like every day you're just experiencing, yeah, new opportunities, new people, new foods, new cultures, new ways of creating your reality that otherwise may scare us if we were at home, you know? We get so used to the routines that we're dealt or that we create. We kind of fall into what I feel is this kind of predictable, unexciting autopilot routine that drives a lot of the days in our year and we kind of wake up years later and think, oh my god, where did that time go? And I feel like travelling provides you with an opportunity where you're so much more present in every moment because you just don't know what's around the corner and that makes my heart beat and I hope it does for you too. <laughs> the next point is that you're way more open to meeting and making new friends, new people. When you're traveling, you can't really help but meet new people. It's just a given and, you know, there's nothing wrong with being introverted. If that's your personality type, that's what you've created in, in your life because of your past and your current situations, I'm all for that. I. Some, some of my nearest and dearest are real introverts and that is, there is so much beauty to that. But I also feel like there are so many people out there who may be introverted as a protection mechanism. 
you've chosen introversion as a way to protect yourself from the big bad world and if there is an opportunity that you can take through traveling that would open up that world and many doors for you that you wouldn't otherwise experience and that you would benefit from then that is fucking awesome and I don't know I just feel like the people that I've met really helped me come out of my shell. I feel like I'm not inherently an introverted person, although I do have that side to me, but I don't think I'd be as at ease with my awkward, weird self if I hadn't have met those people that brought that out of me and forced me to see myself through their lens and encouraged me to embrace that weird side because that is what is interesting and kooky and different and memorable it's just so funny I remember coming from a childhood where I was bullied on and off because I was naturally so at ease with myself and confident and I really enjoyed life and I do feel like a lot of the things that happened to me although I'm so grateful for them now they do still kind of haunt me in a way um, I feel like sometimes I go, when I'm not having so such a confident day, I will kind of dwell on those days, those bullied days and think, oh, what's wrong with me? Why am I like this? But then voicing those insecurities with people that I met when I went traveling really brought home to me that it has nothing to do with me. It is none of my business at all about what other people think and them projecting their own insecurities onto me. I saw this really cool TikTok the other day actually of a girl explaining that everything is a mirror and although I've heard this theory before, I don't know, it's just the way she explained it to me, it was explaining it to me, I explained it on TikTok. She's like literally everything is a mirror, your reality is a mirror of what you see and how you project out into the world. Say for example, someone comes along and they punch you in the face, right? That's gonna fucking hurt. And that is a real physical pain that had nothing to do with your actions. Well, maybe it did, but you know what I mean. Someone punches you in the face, that physically hurts. If someone says something bad about you and it really hurts your feelings, you are choosing that, essentially. I am a big believer that it comes down to your wiring, so a lot of it is not your fault. The way you react, it is largely due to what happened in your childhood and the experiences in your life, right? But as adults, you can choose to look at things differently. You can actually rewire yourself to choose not to feel bad about yourself when people do those things to you because you realize it is everything to do with them. Online trolls is a great example. They track these creatures down and nine times out of ten they are some absolute cretin who is hiding behind their keyboard and literally has no life themselves and is so has so much hatred that they reserve and they reserve most of that hatred for themselves right so you have to take that standpoint and look at that perspective like don't concentrate on how your weirdness makes you different in a bad way concentrate on how your weirdness makes you stand out from the crowd and when you go traveling you will just attract those same people to you 
even if they're not necessarily like you, they, I don't know, when you're traveling, like everyone is just so much more at ease because I don't feel like there's any real agenda. Like traveling is the agenda. So no one's there to get something out of you or to put you down. They're literally all just there for a great time and to open themselves up. And I don't know if it's the frequency, the vibrations, I don't know. <laughs> it's the universe just basically reaching into this pot of people of all the people in the world grabbing the handful that would just get on so well and dumping you in a foreign country and you just randomly meet up together. And I cannot fathom to you how strong my friendships have stayed from those people that I met as well. I have great friends from my childhood and school, but essentially it's actually the people that I found traveling that have stuck with me. Um, Janie is a great example. She, I mean, she's a freaking goddess herself anyway. You guys all know that. But there's something about Janie that I just resonate with so much. I know, I know you guys listening who are her real friends, her really good friends, her best friends, can relate to this so much, but she's a perfect, perfect example of someone that you could meet whilst traveling and someone that is just on your same level, traveling kind of amplifies that. So the friendships that you do make are just really high quality friendships. So yeah, it's completely different to the friends that you made at school or your friends on Facebook that you have no, no real common ground with anymore. Like you don't really resonate with each other. You were friends before, or maybe you are just acquaintances, that's fine, but we all change and I feel like yeah, traveling just lets you embrace the new side um, and will provide you with the people that support you the most. So yeah, go out and have fun and meet awesome people. The next thing they found in the study was that you actually start to look at life from completely different vantage points. What they are honing in on here is that when you stay in one place for extended periods of time you kind of begin to take the simple things for granted you know clean drinking water out of the tap oh my god i remember getting to australia after i'd left bali and that was a whole period so before bali i'd been in like thailand laos vietnam philippines you know southeast asia sri lanka as well and these are amazing places, don't get me wrong, but oh my god, the amount of bottles of water that you have to buy and throw away and not be certain that they're going to be taken care of properly, recycled, all of that, the amount of plastic that you're just like putting back into the earth, you can't sit on a normal toilet seat half the time. My god, the thigh muscles that I developed <laughs> after places like Thailand when you're literally squatting over a hole um, in the middle of the country or in the middle of towns in dirty grotty bars and you have no other option like you don't have toilet roll I mean can you imagine going for a shit and you don't have any toilet roll after you can't exactly wipe with leaves or newspaper either so yeah it's it's the little things it's the air conditioning it's the clean clothes all of those little things you do take for granted but it's great because when you get back to that you're like oh my god i 
didn't realize how good I had it before. It just makes you see things in a whole different light. And I love that about traveling. The other thing I love is that how quickly you get used to those new, way new ways of life. Yeah, when life is simplified, when you don't have the luxuries, you concentrate more, well, you not only appreciate them so much when you get back to them, but it also leaves more room to concentrate on company as currency. I know this kind of links back to my last point of like meeting people, but it is so true when you don't have those fancy things that you're competing for and concentrating on, your eyes open up to more of what is just offered to you naturally whether it's your surroundings in nature or the people that you are surrounded by. Your company is currency. It's not like you're with people who are only asking about you and what you do simply for what they can get out of it. And I guess relating to this point as well of entirely different vantage points is when you're surrounded by this same exact thing, you kind of become part of the fabric, so you just soak up the surroundings kind of by osmosis. And yeah, you're running on autopilot and there's nothing really exciting, but when you go traveling, it's like this whole new world has opened up. And leading on to the next point, it's really encourages your creativity. Your creative juices are literally on overdrive. I know, Maybe some of you think that there's no way creativity and traveling have really anything to do with each other, but each culture has within it a set of practices and manners. And learning to adjust to those and your also your preconceptions of what those are is a massive indication of creativity. I guess the most basic of examples I could think of now would be learning the language, learning about their religions, adopting the dress code, that is creativity in itself. And then if we look at the more creativity from the point that is more commonly referred to, like, you know, actual mediums of art, um, dance, singing, painting, etc. Oh my God, so many examples of this, but one of them was when, for me, was when I found myself really kind of by accident um, painting and creating this hostel for this amazing couple in Sri Lanka and it was it was really my friend Tim who got this opportunity over to me. We had met in a hostel up in the hills of Ella in Sri Lanka and he left a day earlier than me, went down to a place called Aragon Bay and met this couple, David Key and Chami, who had opened up this new hostel called One World Yoga Hostel. And he, Tim rang me up and said, right, you have to come down here. I was like, oh God, no, I love it up here. I love it in Tomorrowland. I don't want to leave this little haven. And he said, no, no, you've got to get out. You've been there far too long, but you need to come down and help me paint and create this backyard. I was thinking, what the hell do I have to offer? Like, I love painting, but I'm not amazing. I do it more for the enjoyment. How am I supposed to replicate professional work that could otherwise be found with a professional <laughs> painter, artist? And he said, look, stop getting in your head. They're the nicest people. 
you're not even getting paid you're just you're getting accommodation and food in exchange just have fun with it come down so it's okay got down there and I honestly think my time there was some of the happiest days of my life it took all the bullshit out of the day when you get up and the first thing you do is you eat breakfast and then you think okay what am I gonna paint next and in a way because the pressure of being perfect was taken out of the equation my creativity from inside kind of erupted out of me I was producing work that I never imagined I could and yeah was it the best work in the world no hell no <laughs> I'm not a professional artist but it but it just allowed me to expand my horizons and being like why can't I do this what do I have to offer and what is the agenda here the agenda is not me and my ego the agenda is helping this amazing couple create something that will attract people like me to their business and want to stay and in the end it wasn't even so much about the pain it was about the painting but there were so many other layers to that, it was multifaceted, it was about how can we attract the right people. And when you have the right intentions, when you go into things with the right intentions, you are going to manifest that. So I implore you guys to get creative yourselves as well. Um, if you can't go traveling and if you can't attract that creativity into your life, just pick up a pencil, pick up some cheap paints get into pottery, get into gardening. If anything that TikTok has taught me is that people are so creative and when you witness people's growth as well, it is unbelievable how much you can accomplish in that creative aspect and what people can teach you and, and the joys of learning and joys of getting better. I've just gotten to TikTok, God, this is a bit of a shameless plug, but <laughs> well, it's not a shameless plug, but I hope you don't see it like that. But I've just got on TikTok to um, start, well, I'm creating content on how to help people with anxiety. It's called Mind Hack March, this first series that I'm doing. So I'm doing 31 ways of soothing your anxiety, easing your way into a more fulfilled life. And I've only done like, what, I'm on day six. So I'm gonna do day seven today. And I look back on my first TikTok and I'm like, fucking hell, I've grown so much already. So like I said, if you can't go out there traveling, please invite creativity into your life. Even if it's just doing one yoga session, even if it's just drawing a basic picture, if it's painting something, if it's doing some gardening, if it's singing, if it's writing music, if it's reading a book, do something creative. And I'll be very interest interested to see what avenues open up for you. The final point is you don't get tied up in the little things that used to break you down. Instead of getting distracted and, de and deterred by obstacles that appear in your path, you embrace them. Oh my god, so true. Your perspective totally changes and you're not really as inclined to just throw in the towel when stuff doesn't go your way because you don't really have a choice but to figure out how to get out of a situation or to change a situation for the better. and you're more willing to put in the work to get through rather than just throwing your toys out of the pram and going down a path that will say benefit you more in the short term you're looking more in the long term as well you are 
naturally more in, you know you are inclined to come up with creative ideas that will work short term but you do realize that if you don't learn your lesson now you're going to come across the same issues that are being presented to you currency is a big one for me I don't really have a mathematical brain, so I got myself into situations where I was being done over, basically, by a few people, whether it was taxi drivers or shopkeepers, getting shortchanged or being charged way too much, because obviously so many people have made the same mistake, but I had to really quickly learn how to get around that. And before we had currency apps and things, you know, it was just getting to grips more with the fact that I was a bit vulnerable and I was naive. I also found that I was much more accepting of things that I couldn't control. Once you get into the habit of thinking in a more creative, constructive, problem-solving way, it becomes your new habit and you are much more inclined to just figure your shit out way more quickly and efficiently but on top of that you get into situations where you quickly realize that actually there's not really much you can control as well so if you've exhausted your options and you're thinking actually the best thing for me to do is to just let this go that's a skill in itself as well hear me out. The basic premise of this is that I actually think that we get so frustrated, not only with, in the short term, with not being able to come up with creative ideas, but if we've gone through all the creative ideas and you still can't change it, we get even more frustrated and we're like, I can't control this thing and I, I have to figure this out and I, I'm being cheated. But when you don't get caught up on those things that would otherwise break you or that would break you before, you learn to let things go way more easily and you just figure out that the best thing for me right now in this situation is to just let it go. Do yourself a favor. Don't concentrate on that negative energy. Get yourself the hell out of that situation. Don't get caught up on what would have previously broken you or break other people accept defeat and move on this is a perfect example i was in <sighs> vietnam at this point i'm sorry if you, i've already explained this story to you guys um but i was in vietnam having traveled through thailand and laos i got into vietnam with this girl that i was traveling with and it was just a shit show. Stuff had happened that was unacceptable to me, but I wasn't strong enough or I, I wasn't used to letting things go. I felt like I had to stay with her to prove that I can get on with everyone and I, I had to prove to myself that I was strong enough to take her bullshit. I was trying to prove to myself, I was trying to force a square into a round hole. And when I learned that I couldn't dwell on this, I, I couldn't force myself to put up with her anymore because I, I wasn't proving to myself anymore that I was a nice person, that was when I was free. That was when I let the reins go. I didn't have to control the situation anymore. I packed my bags and I got the hell out of there. 
so yeah, take what you will from that story because I'm very aware that this girl isn't here to defend herself and there is always two sides to the story. So yeah, I can't really say what it was like to be with me, but that was just my perspective on that experience. Um, so yeah, I kind of went off on a tangent there, I'm so sorry. <laughs> DMC, this is what you do when Janie isn't here to keep me in line. Okay, I'm gonna round off this episode with just a little nugget that I'm going to gift to you. It's kind of ironic because I've just spoken about the amazing things about traveling and all of the positives, but if you guys like a drama based on true stories about traveling and aren't gonna be put off by travel, put off traveling by watching this, um, please go and watch The Serpent. It's available on the BBC in the UK, but for our international listeners, I'm not sure if you'd be able to watch it because it's on a it's on an online platform called BBC iPlayer, but you might be able to get it through a VPN if you can. Um, yeah, it's called The Serpent. It is based on a true story about this couple that would befriend travellers, lure them into their vicinity through friends and parties, through their gem business as well, and then they would basically poison them and steal all their shit and then kill them. If you are interested in that kind of thing, if you can see it as a learning experience as well about the dangers of travelling and just kind of use it as a tool to help you be aware of the shit that can happen out there as well, please watch it. Please um, don't be deterred from traveling by me telling you this. It's not my intention at all. I just think it's such a good program and I cannot like recommend it enough. It is so gripping, so thrilling. And it happened a very, very long time ago. Not to say that shit doesn't happen out there, but shit happens everywhere. So yeah, that is my two cents. <laughs> Alright guys, thank you so much for joining me. I have to say I was really nervous about doing this episode because it's so much easier to do it with your friend and co-host and have someone to bounce off of. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed it, got some value from this. Please let us know if there's anything else that you would like us to cover, if there's any content that you think would be valuable for us to to do on this channel please don't be shy you can email us at we're not really backpackers at gmail.com you can find us on instagram and facebook otherwise have a beautiful day evening morning wherever you are in the world stay safe look up those traveling destinations that you want to go to and plan out the rest of your life because i really believe that life is supposed to be enjoyed to the fullest and i am a big believer that foreign destinations can provide that but also teach us and just make us more wholesome, accepting, patient, incredible people. Lots of love, I will see you next time. Thank you, bye!